great. Just making sure our zeros were clearos. Whoa. Whoa-y. 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 <laughs> ooh-ee, ooh-ah. Ding-tang. Wada-wada-bing-bang. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We got it. On the same page. <laughs> On what page of what book? Who knows? Uh, that's something they say in the Animal Crossing app. They're like, you take friendship to a new level. The question is, which level? <laughs> that's like, so Whoa. dramatic. <laughs> Whoa. I love it. Oh, my god. We're at the ooey, ooh, ah, ting, ting, wada, wada, bing, bang level. Mm-hmm. Uh, get on our level. <laughs> get on our level. This is hysterical history. Oh, wait. Who's going first? I'm going first. Okay. I want to go first. Go first. I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm this a- is hysterical history. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And Haley's going first. I'm going to go first. <laughs> first. First. That's good because your episode goes up first anyway. Sure. Uh, yeah, so then we won't get all like. Chrono- we're in chronological order. Talk about things that happened last time, but yeah. it's in the future. And then it was like, what? Mm-hmm. It's bad. Um, so I had a not great day at work. Wow. And it's go- it, it made me smile randomly to myself. Uh, because the things I'm going to be telling you about are other people's days at work that went <laughs> so much worse. I'm glad that the very thought of this topic <laughs> made your bad day less bad. <laughs> Which is terrible because uh, there's lots of death. You're like, it could be bad, but I could be dead. So. <laughs> I or could, the deaths could be my fault. I could be this guy. <laughs> right. Could always be worse. Could always be just a little worse. <laughs> just a little so I don't I heard about this story from somewhere but I don't know what made me think about it again okay I think someone someone said something about like it's a it's a woman who swallowed the fly scenario I'm like oh that reminds me of a history thing Mm. and uh, it's actually a term in economics called the cobra effect Uh, but this the anecdote for the cobra effect might not be true oh um, which is based uh, from something that happened in, like, colonial India. Right. But So I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the one we actually have records for. Proof. Proof. Evidence. Proof and evidence. History. And fun Knowledge. Thing. Betrayal. <laughs> Deceit. Deceit. Death. Shapeshifters. <laughs> They're going to tell the church. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so this story takes place in Hanoi. Hanoi. <laughs> Vietnam. We just looked up how to say that. And the man was like, Hanoi. And so that's how we're going to say it exactly. Every time. Hanoi. 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 <laughs> uh, which was then part of uh, French Indochina. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they were even calling it Vietnam, or at least the Europeans probably doubt it weren't yeah but anyway that's where it is this is around the late 1800s 1897 one of the named players in the game shows up there uh paul daumer doomer doomer i don't know how it's spelled so i don't know d-o-u-m-e-r doomer yeah yeah doomer can I say something real quick about Vietnam? Fine. I took a lot of Eastern uh, Asian history mm-hmm. and Southeast Asian history. I took a class, too. And um, basically, 
poor baby Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Trying so hard all the time. Mm-hmm. Basically, Vietnam's entire history is being owned by China, and then not for a minute, and then again for a while, and then finally getting its freedom, and then immediately being taken over by the French. So... And it's as, a bad time. As we're going to see, the French do great things yeah. with it. Just really great. It's France is a real uh, big scale on their uh, colonialism mm-hmm. between, like, real lax and pretty chill and kind of cool. Sure. Like, not really in your business and yeah. just, like, there for the stuff to just a crap ton of bull balls. Mm-hmm. And Vietnam is on the bull ball side of the scale. The, the spectrum. The bull ball spectrum. Mm. The BBS. And Vietnam's at an 11. It's like an 11 on the BBS. It's bad. BBS 11. It only goes to 10. Welcome to the BBS 11. <laughs> at 11. <laughs> Stupid. Anyway. <laughs> Terrible joke. Terrible. So this guy is Hanoi's new uh, government worker Hanoi. Perf- person. Mm-hmm. Um, so why why is he there? He's there because he really hecked up in his last job. Ooh. So they sent him to Vietnam. They sent him to Vietnam. Yeah, you don't really want to be there. No. Especially as a Frenchman. Like when you when you hack up in Europe in your job or in Russia, they send yeah. you to like the farthest place imaginable. Right. If you're in England, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you get to work in Australia. And you're yeah. like, where the prisoners Bye. live? Like, yeah. On prisoner island? It's like, well, we yes. could have just imprisoned you. So you're, this way you're the governor. It's a step up. You're, it's a step up. And it's like, yeah. It's a step up, uh, Stephen. Welcome to Death Prisoner Island. <laughs> You're gonna die. Uh, Tom, it's a step up. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's a punishment. But he had been uh, this guy, Paul. I'm just gonna call him Paul. Good old Paul, Paul of Hanoi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, he's uh, the new governor general of French Indochina. Mm, that's which, which are like all of all of the colonies. Right. That include Vietnam. So he goes about, he gets there and he's like, you know what? This place could use toilets. I mean, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And he, uh, especially Hanoi, he's like, we should build streets and nice fancy houses. And there are going to be trees along the streets and it's going to look just like Paris. And it's going to be beautiful. It won't look like Paris because you're in a different part of the world. But that's fine. I mean, it sounds like general improvements. Well, and toilets specifically, not only for, like, you know, it's nicer to go to the bathroom, but also just, like, for public health. Right. Much better. There's, like, infrastructure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. Uh, So, by the turn of the century, by 1900, I think the majority of this story takes place in, like, 1904 to 1907. Sure. So, we're just kind of, like, peaking towards that that, that point. We're about to peak. So they had, like, wide avenues and pretty houses and tree-lined roofs and fine European things and toilets for every child. Every single one. That was his platform. (laughs) Toilets for every child. And they go, yeah! I really hope it was because, (laughs) as it turns out, the toilet was his downfall. (gasps) 
flush down the crapper? Almost. Oh, man. <laughs> he wishes. Mm. He wishes. Uh-oh. Don't say, hmm. Uh, no, I went, hmm. Oh, because your eyebrow did a little, like, scandalous waggle? Mm. Like, maybe you were into it? No. It's, like, I'm not into I it. Was, I'm fascinated by the idea and excited <laughs> for the story. So, with the toilets comes this enormous sewer system. Yeah. Which is good. It's got to have somewhere right. to go. In general, a good idea. It's a good thing yeah. to not have all of your poop out on the streets. That's how right. you get cholera it's and bad. a lot of bad things happen. And it smells bad and it's gross. Right. Um, and, and it was good. Yeah. I mean, in general, until rats started coming up through the toilets. It's bad. It's a little bad. Scary. It's not, like, ideal. No, it's bad. They bite you on the butt. <laughs> it's going to, like, bite you on the butt. Or your penis. Or oh, your penis. <laughs> bad. You got a rat on your penis. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. And then you get new diseases. <laughs> a, new ex- a new exciting disease. <laughs> How exciting. It's called rat penis. <laughs> I mean, not to crap on them, you know. But um and their toilet rat This scheme. seems like a fixable problem. <laughs> you know, like, like not even um I'm so glad you said that. Just like put a grate in the toilet. Yeah. Just put a little mesh yeah. on the bottom. How does the poop get through? It'll just go eventually. It'll go eventually? <laughs> yeah. It'll break down from the water flush. It'll go. What if you have a lot of fiber in your diet? You stop it. Stop then you eating get rats. fiber? <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get rats, Haley. Fiber, fiber in your diet, that's how you get rats. That's how the rats come. <laughs> then the rats come. I want to tell you, this was a mild fear for me as a child. It's terrifying. I didn't specifically think about rats, but it was, like other stuff. It was snakes for me. It was always snakes. I feel like for me it was usually spiders mm. or like mythical creatures that aren't real. <laughs> that's amazing. Like little leprechauns or something. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Because it wasn't rats though. I snakes rats. actually can travel through pipes sure. and like hold their breath, but I never imagined leprechauns. <laughs> yeah. That's like a whole other level. It's real. So anything that can happen to you. Be careful. Paul also thought this seems like a fixable problem. I mean it should be. And you know, he's still kind of a new governor general right. of all French Indochina and he's like, you know what? I love toilets. This is like my platform. Right. And this is a fixable problem. Or like, you know, valves. Right. Uh, so those miles and miles of sewer had created a brand new environment for the rats. They were now breeding uncontrollably down in the sewers. And the rats love banging. They love banging. You know. They, that's like their favorite thing is to it's bang. It's like their only thing. And then, and then they get hungry, which is their other favorite thing is right. eating penises. Eat and bang and eat and bang. Yeah. Uh, so they had direct access to all of the city's fanciest wine and dines and poops and old french fries and baguettes. Yeah, in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. In Hanoi. And not baguettes. In Hanoi. <laughs> Welcome to Hanoi. Uh, so that seems pretty bad, but then people started getting bubonic plague. Yep, that's the bad one. That's the that's the one you don't want. That's the killer. It's even worse than rat penis. It's not as bad as the 1918 flu, I don't think. Uh, no. But um, it's not good. Well, because the thing about bubonic plague, I don't think they know this. 
at the time. At the time. Uh, it's a bacteria. Or the government. <laughs> I don't think they know this. <laughs> giving us your conspiracy. I don't here. think they know this. <laughs> no, at the time, they don't know. Uh, but plague is a bacterial infection, so right. it's treatable with antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Flu is trickier. Yes. Flu's tricky. tricky flu. Also. Especially the 1918 flu. The trickiest of all the flu. Bubonic I talk about it plague sometimes. is carried... It's not airborne. Yes. It's uh it's rats. Just get rid of the rats. Yeah. And it's pretty much solved. Done. Uh so they're like, yeah, we need to get rid of the rats. Right. Poison all the rats. We need someone's like, what if we put a grate on top of the toilets? He's like, I will not get rid of the fiber in my diet, Pierre. You're fired. <laughs> and he sent for a new assistant. And the new Even like just having one you can re- put back in, you know? Like take sure. it out if you have to poop and then put it back. That doesn't solve the bubonic plague issue. I know, but it makes them not come up your toilet. That's true. But, and um, then if you just have them all in the sewer, just murder them. Just murder them. Well, that's the second. The new uh, plan. Advisor. Okay. Um, Jacques. Jacques. Suggested. Gusto. Uh, um, yes, Jacques Gusto. Of course. The marine biologist and filmographer mm-hmm. of the 20th century. Yep. Who had time traveled back to Hanoi. Hanoi. Uh this was his new plan. He yes. says, we are going to get an elite force of Vietnamese rat catchers, Ooh, rat, rat assassins, Ooh. together, and they're going to defeat all of the rats. Hmm. Uh, and it was really nasty work because you would have to get inside the grates. Right, gross. Uh, and kind of track them down into their lair. And it's, very it's very gross and kind of right. creepy. Uh, but they were paid to do this. Um, paid for each one that they would kill, mm-hmm. and it was lucrative work. They oh, sure. uh, they did like I have, I have some numbers here. In the last week of April, this is 1902. I was a little bit late on my guesstimate of what year it was. That's fine. Uh, they killed 7,985 rats. Whoa! In that week. In a week? Mm-hmm. Holy shiz! Uh, and so they they continue through May. Uh, to the point where it was up to 4,000 rats every day. Wow. Uh, by the end of the month, the numbers were, it, it just kept going up and up. And up. <laughs> they were getting better at their jobs. On May... Th- love killing those rats. Ooh, killing them rats. Ooh, strangling it with my hands. They were, like, getting creative with their methods. Mm, like what? I don't know. Oh. I've never been a rat killer. Okay. We don't... No one kept that in the documents. So like depressing. Rat catcher A. That's the most interesting <laughs> part of it. I mean, we How already... Are you doing it? I mean, they make a rat trap. It's like Mousetrap, the game, right? with little pulleys and uh, things that drop down. Yes. But uh, on May 30th alone, 15,000 rats died. They ruined Goldberg, 15,000 rats. In one day. And in June... Hire them to solve every problem. Right. In June, guess what the daily numbers were? A million. Not quite. <laughs> it's a little low. Uh, low? No, I mean, it's <laughs> the, real, the real number is a little lower. Okay. It's a little lower. Uh, 20,000. Almost. Uh, 10,000 in June. But on June 21st, uh, and I think this is like their high water mark, was 20,000. Ah. 20,000 in one day. Peak rat killing day. Can you imagine 20,000 rat bodies? No, I don't want to. I don't. What are they doing with them? So gross. Like, I hope they're burning them, but yeah. what do you do with that many rats? It's got to just be a giant fire. Just a giant. It's the only, it's the only way. A, bo- a rat fire. A rat fire. Apparently, there's good eating on a rat. 
Don't eat the ones that are giving you the plague. I mean, you cook them. I, I don't trust it. I don't care how much you cook it. It's like that that professor or whatever you told me about. Yeah. Like cooked out his with fr- the chili. Yeah, and he spilled like a horrible disease in it. No, he spilled E. coli. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, it's but terrible. it's terrible. I mean, and he's like, it'll just cook out, and I'm like, no, it, it will. I won't eat it. That's why sourdough bread isn't probiotic I because mean, it dies at like 117 that's degrees. Fine, but I don't want to risk it. So E. coli is not going to make it through that. Stew. I won't risk it for so, the stew. You're gonna you, you skin the rat first, so I don't all care. The, all the fleas are off it. It's, no, don't eat them. Don't don't. <laughs> it's too also, late. They're rats, and that's gross. Rats are gross. They're like guinea pigs. People no, eat guinea not. pigs. People eat guinea pigs. They do, but I don't know why. Because it's good eating. I I guess Just put some mustard I on it. I haven't eaten one yet, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so we've been to Peru. So rat hunting wasn't easy. No. And I kind of alluded to how terrible it was, but there's an account uh, they found. They actually found like documents mm-hmm. uh, talking about this. It was in like a file called, uh, quote, destruction of animals, colon, rats. Great. Cool. I mean, pretty straightforward. Uh, but uh, one account read uh one had to enter the dark and cramped sewer system make one's way through human waste and various forms of decay and hunt down a relatively fierce wild animal which could be carrying fleas with the bubonic plague or other contagious diseases this is not even to mention the probable existence of numerous other dangerous animals such as snakes spiders and other creatures that makes this author's skin crawl with anxiety i am the same same you remember, did I tell you about when I found that mouse, dead mouse, in my uh, uncle's garage? No. So I was cleaning the garage, and then I found a dead mouse in there while I was cleaning. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, gross. And at first I was worried it was still alive, but then I poked it with the stick end of the broom, and it, like, all moved together at once. It was real stiff-seeming. I'm like, no, it's been dead for a while it's in here. It's been dead for a It starved to death in here. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't want to touch it. Yeah. Because I'm still afraid of it, even though it's dead. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to touch it. It's gross, and I'm scared of it. Yeah. And so I was like, how do I do this where I don't have to touch it? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I didn't have... Um, Chopsticks. No. I was trying to scoop it, like, scoop it into the thing... Um, like the dustpan, sure. And then throw yeah. it away. Yeah. But I didn't want to get that close to it with the dustpan, like to the ground. Sure. And so I was like, "How do I do this?" And then um, I remembered that John had um, one of those like reacher grabber long yeah. distance things, and so I used that to hold the dustpan. <laughs> swept it with the broom, there and then go. went and took it to the garbage. <laughs> You see, you could have been a rat assassin. No, that's what I'm saying. I could not. I could not have been. Yeah. That was a dead one. Yeah, that was a dead one. And it was a mouse. And it was, it was a mouse. not a rat. That was a, yeah. yeah. It was just a mouse. Also, I used to have pet rats, and they were really cute, and then they both died. Yeah. I mean, that happens. I know, but that made me really sad, so I also wouldn't be able to kill the rats because no. of that. What were their names? I'm trying to remember. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was like one of them had a brown spot on it, and I think I named that one Coco because it was like they were white, but oh, that one had a brown Coco. spot. And then I think the other one was just Cotton because he was just all white. Oh, that's so yeah, cute. Yeah, they're really cute. Cotton and Coco. They got a horrible eye infection and like dug with their like, hands uh, into their eyeballs. Their little scratchy digging powers are so creepy. So here's the thing in Hanoi. Hanoi. The assassins weren't working. 
Right. It wasn't, there were still too many rats. Hmm. Even at 2,000 rats a day, they weren't getting enough. 20,000. Yes. 20. What did I say? Two. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 20,000. It's even more. Even more. A lot more. Yeah. It wasn't working. So... Paul had to fire Jacques Bunyan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's different now. Paul Bunyan. He changed into a giant American man <laughs> and with he an fired axe. Jacques because he's like, you're too French and your idea didn't work. Uh, and he hired uh, Billy Bob, the What's new his assistant. Actual name? What? None of these people are real. What? He's not actually hiring new new assistants. Oh. yeah. Sorry, my fans of were real. Maybe they're real to you. No, Paul's coming up with all these ideas himself. Okay. He's an in, ingenious little man with lots of French ideas. And they all fail. Mm-hmm. So plan B is you, you open... plan C, uh, right? What was plan A? I don't know. Maybe it was great. Maybe it was my plan. <laughs> that was your plan. <laughs> okay, plan B. wasn't a real plan. It was a real plan <laughs> for was, me. It was like maybe 12% of a plan. <laughs> plan B... <laughs> Plan the next plan. Yep. Uh, when massive rat death didn't work, is you open it up to the public, and any civilian who wants to can join in. Before it was kind Into of a rat killing. Yes. Before it was kind of a select group. It was of, a hand selected elite team. Yes. And elite. now it's just like any old loser on the street. Any old loser can turn in. You got hands. Get some rats. Yeah. If you turn in a rat tail, you get paid. Um, how much was it? Like a penny? No. Yeah, one cent per rat. This is a mistake. Yeah. Uh, who's the guy counting all the rat tails, do you think? Ugh. <laughs> it's the worst job. It's really bad. Gross. So it uh, really worked, and the French were like, look at us, we're inspiring the economy, and we're making everyone work hard, and encouraging entrepreneurial spirit in the locals, um. and then it's working, and tails are pouring in, and people are like, you know, getting their pennies, and ah, oh, the French spirit has triumphed again. Great. Uh, and then people started seeing something weird. What was it? It's all these rats running around with their tails cut off. Oh, but they're Weird. not dead. They're not dead. Huh. huh. It's almost like you don't have to kill the rats to get their tails. It's almost... You should have been like, bring me the rat's heart. <laughs> bring me its head. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the others. Yes. <laughs> We're going to hang the heads outside so the rats are scared. So they know. You tell. You tell them. Stupid idiots. Uh, so the people are so entrepreneurial that yeah. they understand that if they kill all the rats, they won't be able to make more rats to get more money. Right. So they cut off the tails and let them go so they can breed more. This is always the problem with um, these extermination plants. Yes. Is that uh, people want to make money mm-hmm. and if you give them an easy way to make money that continues your problem they will do it <laughs> they'll do it it's like that remember for disneyland that guy that had a ladder yes like five dollars <laughs> you want ladder i got ladder it's brilliant yeah if they uh, can break the rules and like make money with very little effort mm-hmm. gosh they're gonna do it right it's so much less effort to just cut off that rat stupid tail i know there were catch it whoop <laughs> 
Right. There were reports of some Vietnamese smuggling foreign rats into the city. Amazing. I'm like, you're so good at this. Rat smuggling. <laughs> you're so good at and this. And it's the best when colonials are like, look how we've inspired them. And I'm like, you're so stupid. You're, you've, you've inspired them to make the problem worse. You've doomed us all, you idiots. Right. And just shows the inherent... Uh, one, the problem with having a superiority complex. But two, like that, you know, Europeans are in no way inherently no. smarter than other people. No, they're really quite stupid. Yeah. And their arrogance makes them more stupid. More stupid. Yeah. They thought their toilet was going to solve everything. When you underestimate, uh, underestimate people, uh, whether they're supposed to be your friends or your enemies, it can be a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. So the final straw was when Paul and his government goons discovered Bernardo. there were. There were farms. Rat farms. Rat farms. Disgusting. They are making money. This is the scariest thing I've ever heard of. It's like a horror movie. Can you imagine a rat farm? A rat farm. Horrifying. And what does it even look like? I don't know. I'm scared. I mean, it probably looks like a nightmare. Yeah. Kind of like a, like those huge chicken farms where the chickens are so like crazy and close together they start picking each other's brains no. out and then they don't but care because they're chicken but with rats you remember Haley? you remember that um that weird art that we had at wsu that was blocked from the public view because it was so disgusting <laughs> that people got so mad about it that they had to put up a wall yeah and on the other side of the wall it, it was an anti-veterinarian kind of thing because mm-hmm. uh they didn't want people to test on animals sure yes i, I remember think, that i think they made it in like the 70s or 80s yeah. and it's right in front of wsu's veterinary clinic yeah. uh, veterinary building which is very funny um but they blocked it off from the road because it's too gross and people hated it mm-hmm. but it's still there because you know you have the right to protest sure. and things um but on the ground like the the worst part of it to me because it's like pieces of horses just hanging and right. it's like sculpture and it's very creepy but on the the ground like you can walk into it and the ground is made out of just a metal like flurry of rats mm-hmm. and it's just horrifying just to see and them. all i can think of yeah just is a, a soup of rats um what did, what did they say in that movie or thing i was watching a living carpet yeah and i'm like no 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 have you ever oh, heard no, that was about tesla and the pigeons <laughs> living carpet have you ever heard of um no. something called i think it's called the king rat or a king rat it's when a bunch of rats live in such close quarters that their tails will get tied together yes i have so it's like a knotted huge knot of skin and just like a lot of rats in a bundle very scary there were probably a couple of king rats around because really the most dangerous and scary rats are the ones that you as a human will never see right because the ones that come up to the surface they need an easy meal right uh the ones deep down those are scary monsters yeah like the ones who actually live in like uh subways and stuff yeah yeah and never see the light of the restaurants the underground the underground But also maybe the restaurants. Yeah. Those, those are the ones scary are, rats. They're eating a lot of meat and bread. And Subway, eat flesh. <laughs> eat rats. <laughs> eat rats. <laughs> so the French government discovers that people are... Breeding rats. Breeding rats. They have rat farms. Ugh, it's just... Ugh. It's really bad. Uh, so then they're, they're just harvesting the tails and getting money for it. And then using those rats to breed more rats and harvesting. Smart, but in the grossest way. Smart, but in the grossest way. Please don't. Uh... And so the French are like, well, 
that was a bad idea. Whoops. And they scrap the program. That's what the French do best. They go, whoops, and then they whoops. just push everything off the table. And uh, Never happened. They're like, oh, I guess we just have to get used to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, after uh, 1906, at least 263 people died of plague. Wow. The end. Wow. Pretty much. <laughs> Welcome to Hanoi. Hanoi. Uh, so, Paul, meanwhile... Yep. Um, Went back to fired. He went back to France. Fired. He was celebrated as the most effective governor general that Indochina had ever had. No. At least to date. And he went on to become president. No. Yeah. Don't let him do that. (laughs) I mean, they've already figured out their toilet problems in France. He can't really. He can't have that that up there. Uh so the cobra effect mm-hmm. the version of this that has no evidence that i could find yeah is in india it's in india and they had a similar problem with cobras and the british government tried to put a bounty on cobra heads mm-hmm. and they discovered people were just breeding cobras cool. they're like Horrifying. We're, we're not going to give you money for that anymore and some people were like oh well and they just dumped out all their Released cobras yeah. into the city and there were thousands more cobras than ever before right so don't do that don't do it horrifying you you're going to be tempted but don't do it don't it seems like a good idea and then History will prove to you. It is not. <coughs> That's why we always say, like, you need to learn from history. You gotta learn. Because there's so many lessons in there, like, don't do extermination orders, because then uh, people just breed the thing. <laughs> They're gonna make it They're bad. gonna make it worse. So I have another, like, side story. Okay. It's, it's rat-related, and Great. it's kind of... It follows the same pattern of lady who swallowed the fly nonsense. Oh, for how you've remembered it in your brain? Yeah. yeah. And it's mostly just like, people don't know how to deal with rats. People don't know how to deal. People don't know how to deal is kind of the theme of today's episode. Yeah. Okay. What but they but also the theme is, I had a bad day at work, and these people had worse days at work. True. For years. The house is falling down. So we're going to talk about uh, the Macari Island ecosystem. Which is in Australia. Uh, yes, it's uh, kind of between New Zealand and Antarctica. It's part of Tasmania, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's, Where it's, the devils are from. Yes. So it's down there. It's, it's kind of an isolated little island. As islands tend to be, the ecosystem is very delicate. Uh, because things that grow up on islands don't know how to deal. They're like homeschool kids yeah. on islands. They don't have outside uh, influences, and so they just get their own ecosystem. And right. then when other things happen, they're like, ah! No! Yeah. So the island's pretty cool. It's a uh, World Heritage Site. It's like one of the few places, maybe the only place in the world, where, um, oh, what's like... Uh, Mantle rocks are above sea level. Awesome. And you can go and see those. And it's like the oldest piece of earth that you can see on the planet. You can see the inside of the planet. You can see it. On the outside. On the outside. It's like like our belly button. It's like a belly button. Cute. Look at it. It's a little belly button. (laughs) Cute. We're an Audi. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. Uh, Earth. It's so cute. So uh, it has like a, a great 
variety of things living there. They have penguins and elephant seals and a ton of birds that are you don't really find anywhere else. Cool. And, you know, it's just like a cool little island. Awesome. It's like a little mini New Zealand. Um, not, I mean... I remember that there are rats, and it's not just a fun story about not, a cool island. This isn't just a happy, fun story. Hayley. Hayley. <laughs> so nothing on this island really has any natural predators hmm. until... Uh, Man. Until Europeans arrived in 1810. I mean, there may have been, like, you know, native New Zealanders sure. and other people who visited, but it doesn't appear to be that there was any permanent living thing like a not living thing like encampment or town or anything right so uh the ship perseverance uh-oh in 1810 you gotta not name your ship stuff like this because it's just asking for the universe to make a joke out of you captain frederick the great of uh hasselborough um, he was looking for seals. Mm-hmm. Um, fur, fur seals. And look, look at all the fur seals. Oh. And they hunted them almost to extinction. And then right. when they were out, they started hunting penguins for their oil. Like dodo birds. I didn't know penguins had oil in them, but apparently they do. Unsurprising. I mean, they've got to have a way to regulate temperature, right? They're like, uh, it's like yeah. whales. Yeah. We got all that, that penguin oil. Mmm. That good penguin oil. They fat. With a pH. Anyway, so with ships come rats. Yeah. And uh, rats get onto the island and they go nuts. It's so gross to me that boats have rats, so many rats. Yeah. It seems like that should be fixable, too. It is. That's why they carry cats with them. Right. But it seems like it should be easier than it is to get no rats on the boat. I guess. I mean, it is now, maybe. I assume. Maybe. I hope so. I'm going on a cruise next year, and I hope there aren't. Yeah. Rats. I think it's easier just because the places that ships dock to and from don't have as many rats yeah. as they used to. Rats aren't as big of a problem generally, generally. anymore, uh, depending on where you are. So speaking of cats. Cats? Cats. They love to eat rats. They love to eat rats. Cats and rats. Cats and rats. Rats and cats. Cats and rats and cats. Cat dog. Cats and rats. Cats. <laughs> cats and rats and cats and dogs. Cat dog. Captain Frederick Perseverance, cats and rats and dogs. <laughs> cats <Cat-pin. laughs> So, within ten years of uh, when the sealing started, Grats. there were... Sorry. Uh, this, the island had a population of feral cats on it as well. Oh. Yeah. Great. So, um... Rats kind of eat anything. Yep, and they won't be strict, they won't be strictly carnivores unless uh, like there's nothing else to do. Of course, but cats are very strictly carnivorous. carnivorous. They're yeah. hyper carnivores. They love that meat. So uh, they kind of just start eating everything. Awesome. Anything smaller than them because they're right. cats and they don't give an f. No, they're just hungry. They just hungry. And so this is this is kind of an aside. A little bit of an aside. This is not an answer to the previous problem. So in that way, it's not quite a swallowed the fly progression. Okay. But in 1870, a man named William Elder of the Otago Whaling Company mm-hmm. brought rabbits to the island ah. as a food source. 
Oh, for the people to eat? Yes, for the people. Okay. For the people eating. I was like, he's feeding rabbits to the cats? I don't know how that fixes anything. Right. The problem right. is, uh, like, as anyone in Australia knows, rabbits are a terrible thing to introduce to an island that doesn't have them normally. Because mm. they get out of control and they eat everything. Right. It's bad. And they breed like crazy. And they breed like rabbits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or like rats. <laughs> like rats. Um, so despite being eaten by pretty much everything on that island, uh, by uh, like 100 years later, you know, 19-something, yeah. sure. the island had a population of 130,000 rabbits. Too many. It's maybe a little too many rabbits. Too many. Like maybe a bit more than, uh, you know. But imagine I, how cute they are. <laughs> They're so cute, they are eating all the grass, which causes erosion damage on the island, Great. collapsing and uh, destroying a penguin colony. Oh, they killed the penguins. Rabbits killed the penguins. Oh, no. that's such a sad ending to such cute animals. It's stories. not over, though. No, but I'm already sad. They they found a way to fix the rabbit. They, they had an idea. They're like, how do we fix the rabbit problem? Yeah. We should bring in stoats. Mm-hmm. Like like little, they're like weasels. Oh, like little ferrets. Little ferrets. We should bring in eat rabbits. We should bring in like mad wild weasels. Bring in mad stoats, y'all. Mad stoat. (laughs) It's legit. Uh, So then the you know within a couple years the stoats you know eat rabbits, but they also eat seabird eggs and basically anything else they can reach. You idiots. Ugh. You have to pay something that mostly just eats rabbits. They also introduced possums. Okay. Um, possums are so gross. Well, they introduced so them like to New Zealand. And then, rats. and then they found their way to uh, the island. The island. Mm. So now it's just a whole smorgasbord of garbage. Of garbage. Uh, and it's like a ticking time bomb. Right. Because everything's out of balance and something's going to snap. Yep. It's going to be bad. The uh, peri- They should introduce lions. <laughs> what if we... Uh, what if... Listen. 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 I have an idea. Shh, listen. Lions. <laughs> they, they'll, they'll eat everything. They'll eat everything. It'll be amazing. Everything will be gone. Including the bunnies will rather drown than be eaten by the lions. And then they'll also eat everything else, including us. Problem fixed. Well no, we just move. Oh, I mean yeah. That's, and then we and then after the lion is finished eating everything, we kill it. Right. Uh so the parakeet, like the, the island parakeet, the Macari parakeet, flourished on the island uh right up until around 1880 when the cats and the mm-hmm. stoats and the rats and the possums and the possums and everything else suddenly they're just rife with predators yeah suddenly there's predators everywhere and yeah. uh branched out and started eating all the parakeets and the last was sighted in 1891 and the species went extinct yeah that's what happens to dodos that's what happens uh, and of course, the feral cats, while still eating rabbits, went after everything else, including the red-crowned parakeet, uh, which I assume also is extinct, because I'm looking at a picture and it's not a real bird. Well, that's a good indication. <laughs> it's that a bird is canceled. It's a painting of a bird. It's over for that. <laughs> it's canceled. It's not visible. Canceled. Yes. So. Uh, 
in the 20th century, they started using the island as like a science station. Science land. <laughs> Just a science station. We should introduce raptors. <laughs> raptors and T Rexes. Not a T Rex, just a little raptor. You'd only need one. That's true. That's you know what? I mean, that's the same as my lion plan. You know what? You have eat, to engineer a dinosaur. You know what eats cats? Dinosaurs. So the Antarctic explorer Douglas Mawson declared the island a nature reserve. And uh, it was his efforts that forced the end of sealing, which is great. Oh, yay! Which is great, but now it's an official wildlife preserve, and it's like the worst garbage heap ever. Oh, no. So, the seal and penguin populations are getting better, and literally nothing else is, and we all know why. Because we've been adding things to this soup for years, and now it tastes like trash. Gross. Gross. So, Australian scientists hatched a plan. Was it a bird plan? <laughs> well, it, rabbits hatched. Rabbits were their first target. Uh, they released um, toxins. Myxoma, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, myxomatosis, a fatal disease to rabbits. Aha, I was right. Toxins. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's uh, like a flea carried virus. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not even for sound. Just don't do it because it's bad for I you. Know. Uh, anyway, so they release this disease into the wild, and it decimates, I mean, more than decimates. Uh, it's like a flea care. It's like flea rabbit plague. Great. Basically. I And they tried it on Australia again. But, you know, reminder, this is another invasive species. So, like, they haven't learned but. totally. Uh, and it wasn't as successful as they wanted it to be the it was introduced in 1978 and the population went from 130,000 to around 10,000 that's a lot that's a lot of dead rats that's almost all of them here's the problem the ones that survived are now immune to the virus whoops your new breeding population was bottlenecked into being immune to the only weapon you had but now you only have to catch 10,000 of them (laughs) before it was 130,000 if you're quick (laughs) you can catch a rabbit Uh, well, and all those rabbit bodies. I mean, like obviously, other bodies. things are eating the rabbits, but still, that's a lot of corpses. That's a lot of that's a lot of bodies in a year. In a yeah, in a very short time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the corpses run out, all those feral cats get hungry. Whoops! Whoops! Those five hundred feral cats wandering around. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they go balls to the wall on eating the birds. Ah. Their choice is the birds. Like, what else is there? Rabbits. I mean, the rabbits are mostly gone now. 10,000 left. Not enough. That's a lot for 500 cats. Not as much as 130,000. Easier to catch than birds. Well, they're eating up to 60,000 birds every year, and the scientists don't like it. Of course not. Uh, The government decides the only thing to do was to eliminate the cats. Well, yeah. Uh, so they encouraged cat hunting starting in 1985. Oh, no. The <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as we think. Okay. Uh, this Because this one worked. They intensified okay, the program good. in the 90s uh, using traps and dogs to catch cats, which could have gone worse. Uh-huh. Cats and dogs. I know. Uh, and they caught the last feral one in 2000. So this, one, this is a oh, very recent story. Nice. So there are no more cats. 
problem solved? No. No. Stokes. Of course not. Well, Stokes. Possums. Uh, but with all those caps on, all those immune rabbits are free to breed as they please. Idiots. <laughs> like, we still have three more problems. So they come up uh, with the conclusion, of course, and this is smart, you have to get rid of all the problems at the same time. Yes. Because it'll just They're interconnected. It'll cycle around and there's no end to it. They're all it's like, you know, having infinity loops that are connected to each other at one right. point. They're all connected. Right. And if you take out the one spot where they all are together, mm-hmm. you're done so. You're done. You're done. You're done, son. I read somewhere they're like estimated budget for like to actually do this. Mm-hmm. It's like ten something million dollars. Oh, like sixteen million dollars or mm-hmm. something. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Just don't don't let rats lose. Don't let rats. It starts with a rat. A lot of the world's problems start with rats. Yeah, rabbits are very bad, but rats start it. Yep, they always do. It starts with because if there hadn't been a rat, there wouldn't have been a cat. Right. Rats are the plague problems and, you know, just overrunning things. And then those birds with those frickin' flus. <laughs> and then those birds. Kill the birds, kill the rats. Kill everything. Nothing all left. better. Burn down all the woods. What did we learn? Um, there are ways to solve your problems. Yeah. You just have to figure out what they actually are. Sometimes things seem like a good solution, and then there's a whole bunch of rats with their tails cut off and rat farms. And then everyone dumps the barrel over, and it's full of cobras. And then you get to be president. Hey, they should have brought all the cobras to eat all the rats. And then they'd just have a cobra problem. Better. Better. (laughs) No plague. Done. (laughs) No plague. Fixed it. Fixed it. Best governor ever. You should be president. <laughs> I'm going to be president. Wow. <laughs> oh, what a terrible thing. Uh, anyway, that's, that's my story. I like it. Yeah. I have to tell you a story about cobras real quick. I love cobras. No, I'm kidding. I don't have any okay. story about cobras. <laughs> Dang it. I do like cobras. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just like aminals. To disappoint you. You do. You like aminals. Someone at work uh, had the audacity to be like, do you know cheetahs can't roar? And I'm like, I like poke my head out of a bookshelf. I'm like, do you know why? I can tell you everything about it. I I thought they were just a big, do you know cheetahs? <laughs> I'm like, I know everything about uh, cheetahs. Yes, I know cheetahs very Yeah, I well. know cheetahs. Personally. They live right down the way from me. Yeah, we wave at each other every yeah. time we see each other. Every time we, I leave. the cheetahs. Because I live in the crocodile you know, house. The mom and dad and their three <laughs> cheetah cubs. They're little babies. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, cubs. Little Timmy's turning four mm-hmm. on Wednesday. His tail's very fluffy. He's going out He's for the track team. He's got a biting problem, but <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah. But what a cute purr. <laughs> what a cute purr on that boy. Oh, He's going to be a heartbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> what is this bit that we're doing? I don't know. <laughs> that we live next to Cheetos. It's a weird bit. It's weird. Is it funny? I hope it's funny. <laughs> is it fun? Please laugh. <laughs> Please laugh. Please laugh. Please laugh. <laughs> Can you laugh? Are, are we done? Please yeah, we're done. Okay. Uh, email us. 
Rate us. Hysterical History Podcast at gmail.com. Rate us at iTunes. Hysterical History. Let us know how it goes. Be a fly guy. Be but a not fly a, on the wall. But not a fly that the woman ate. Don't be the fly guy. Just be fly. Like a guy. Like a guy would. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.